Well, hello out there again in podcast listening land. Your old buddy Jimbo here with 50 Years Later, the podcast that kind of goes, well, we've been a lot in 50 years, haven't we? Well, this particular episode is the continuing series, day two of my 30-day trek out into Public Square, the Public Square, the app. And I got to tell you, I've had a lot of fun with that. Um, Yesterday, it was cool because... um, I, I played around inside of the app more, and in doing so, I, I discovered so many different things and businesses, and, and that sounds like, wow, that sounds like fun, you're shopping a phone book. Well, you know what, in a way you are, but it's cool because a lot of these places and things I'd never heard of, and one that really jumped out at me, that I just thought was cute and fun and funny, and something that my wife and my daughter are like, oh, it's called the Medi Teddy. And I've got to reach out to those folks because I really want to learn more about Medi Teddy. And uh, in a nutshell, what Medi Teddy is, it's this cute little teddy bear that is designed to help teach meditation and yoga. It's just neat. It really is. I, I'm not a yoga guy. I've tried it. It doesn't really work well for me or I don't work well for it, one or the other. But I think it's a very neat and fun concept. And so we're going to learn more about that. And that's another thing about this experience with Public Square that I truly appreciate in that the products, goods, and services that I'm finding on there are really neat. Other side of it is when it comes to the community building that you can do on there. Uh, inside of the Public Square app, you can also set up and establish groups. Now, that could be great for your local area, say just for your city, or maybe a, a part of your city, like say your downtown region. Or if you have, say, a civic club like the Rotaries or Kiwanas or things like that to set a group up in there. Of course, this is not new to the social media stream and, or, excuse me, uh, scene or world. But, again, with Public Square's core values mission, it's nice to know that the people that you're cooperating and collaborating with do share those core values. Now, that's not locked and etched in stone because there's another group, Memes of Public Square, to where you're going to find folks from all walks of life and all different senses of humor. And I saw some stuff that just made me chort. I mean, I just I, I, I snorted, man. It was just funny. And it was good to see people just being open with humor again and not being afraid to joke. Because I'll be honest with you, a little candid, it's funny, even after... I know the the impact of the social media aftermath when it comes to what it does to your head. I know what it's done to mine, and I fought through it pretty well, so I thought. But there are still some sticking points to where in reaching out to folks and connecting with folks, still get a little nervous just because of what we have become when it comes to what our, I don't know, the, well, basically you're, you're, you're self-silencing. That's the term I've heard. And it's true. See, I don't care to be the type that offends him on purpose. I don't want to do that ever. Never have. It's like, it's like when you're in radio, especially, you know, when you crack the mic open, talking dirty on the radio is never my thing. That whole shock jock factor. Never cared to do it because you don't know who's listening. If there's a kid in the room, you know, I just, it's just, to me, it's not a matter of being prudish. It's just a matter of Keep some class about you. Now, I've done plenty of things that have been stupid, sure, and nothing will please everyone. But, you know, you just want to keep that civil tone in your conversation. And it's funny. So it's like, 
in thinking about what I've experienced with Public Square so far, because again, Activate Humanity, that particular social stream is great because there's a lot of wonderfully like-minded people who have questioned authority and the quote-unquote science of what all has taken place in the past couple of years and uh, sharing the information that is the actual research reports and studies on what's happened uh, since. And, and it's all there. Now, of course, the mainstream's not going to touch it. You'll be labeled as fake news, misinformation, hateful, blah, blah, blah. And that, and it's that, is the fake news part of it all. Because there really is so much more to the story, but they don't let you ask it. They don't. And I, it's so funny. I think I've already gotten kicked off Facebook. Well, not kicked off, excuse me. But I've gone back into that shadow ban mode. Now, mind you, I left Facebook, or Facebook left me, probably about towards the end of 2021 completely, uh, meaning that all my stuff from my old account is just gone. Gone, period, could put nowhere to be seen in Facebook land. And that comes after, I mean, gosh, a good eight, nine-year run, I guess, of being on Facebook, doing stuff locally, good stuff, man. I'm talking about like working with the civic organizations in town, charities, fundraisers, just the businesses themselves, individuals, news stories, news reports, all that stuff. And it's just, it was just gone. And then I couldn't get into the account at all. And so I created a new Facebook account solely for the purpose of being able to research a little and then also try to get back out there and reconnect, but the mob, a lot of the people that I had connected with before are gone now too. So it's like, okay. And so it's kind of like beating a dead horse. I've been having some fun just posting like this podcast and then some others like some stuff from Steven Crowder just to see how fast I can get just completely kicked off again. Uh, particular One particular fellow I know, call him a friend of mine, he's a business owner here in town. And uh, very, he's a political minded fellow, but more about it was always about debate and discussion, you know. Um, and he had just made two very simple, non-threatening posts whatsoever, one regarding taxes, the other regarding economy. And he got two strikes back-to-back from Facebook, and they suspended him for two weeks, like we're in grade school or something. But anyway, and it was nothing. I mean, nothing at all other than just speaking out against what we're seeing with taxes and the economy. And it's like, wow, wow, there you go again, kids. Oh, it's just sick. But that's another thing about an app such as Public Square to where you can form your own or get involved with other groups on the platform to to just be human. (laughs) I I know that sounds so crazy, but it is so true. So what's my takeaway from day one? Day one was the was really exploring and the adventure of looking through what all is out there on Public Square around me as well as nationwide. And uh, it's cool to see it growing. It really is. I'm going to take a quick break, talk a little bit more about what's all has been happening with day two on the Public Square and um, see what may be in the cards for day three. I'm going to take this quick little break and be right back. Welcome back. Part two of day two of my 30-day personal challenge to recruit 30 people onto the Public Square platform so you can get your business into a marketplace and connect with people who share your core values. I personally think that is a wonderful endeavor to partake in and why I'm doing it. As such, on this day two, I actually got in because I needed to go through the full motions, you know, because again, when I'm actively participating promoting and doing things for a company or group or something. I do my best to really understand it. 
And I can tell you, when you click the link to go to the business onboarding and, and listing your business, it is very, very simple. There's like 12 questions you'll go through all the way through, and then you get the option to upload up to six pro, uh, photos for your gallery, plus a header image and a logo image. So eight pictures there. So if you're if you're getting ready to onboard, you might want to have those ready just to make it even easier in the process of getting your public square business profile set up. Now, here's the thing. It's like uh, when you click the link and you do the onboarding, very simple. The first five questions, just kind of the who and what that you are. Six, going into sharing the core values with you and to make sure that you agree with those core values because you don't have to, of course not. But at the same time, just so you know exactly where they stand, and I appreciate that so much. There's no, there's nothing hidden there. It's like, here's who we are, and I appreciate that a lot. Um, but then if you go through the rest of it and you put your pictures up, describe your business and all that, uh, there's, there's going to be a little bit of a lag time before you actually get listed on and in the marketplace in the app because they're busy. And that is a wonderful thing to see. It's like it's going to take a little time for your your listing to go hot okay and that's mainly just they really are getting inundated and that's wonderful to hear because again it's like looking at the app on my phone and again you can shop nationally uh, with online businesses but then you can also hit shop local and it'll automatically pull all of those folks around you who are on the app to you there or you can type in say a zip code or do a, an item search of you know the uh, category search things like that and you can search out and it'll make recommendations to you so it's a very functional app so that's nice so it's fashionable and functional but anyway i i tell you this, this has been an interesting journey because again uh being candid with you and when we get through the full 30 days of of this aspect of it the documentary that I hope to share with you all is um, be a few more candid things in there that I'll mention just a little bit, uh, but mainly that getting back into social media as a whole, mainly referring to the groups aspect of things, um, that's a little bit of a bear for me. It really is because I, yeah, 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 that the whole experience that was pre-2020 social media leading up to that moment um I watched it devolve so much, and I got myself involved in a lot of those unnecessary bickering things um, when I knew better. And it's like a little bit of gunshot, I guess. It's like, be careful. Be careful. But you know what? Don't be careful. It's not like you did anything you know, illegal and unethical or immoral. It's just a taint, if you will. I don't know. So, But I'll share more about that in the documentary because I also want to get those stories from you guys out there when it comes to how you perceive social media now from the first time you created an account to where we are today. Um, I'm really curious about that perspective because, again, I know when I first got into the whole social media sphere, it, you know, it was very benign. didn't think anything about it. No big deal. You know, I saw it as a tool to promote the television station and the programming that we were offering people on the broadcast airwaves. Um, little did I know that that same tool that you can build a house with would you know, bang your thumb and, and, and hurt, and that sucked. And then find out that since everybody had the same hammer, a.k.a. tool, um, that they could not only hit their thumbs, but they could also hit your thumbs. So that like button, <laughs> eh, it's not so likable after all, is it? 
But I digress. It, uh, it was interesting, though, just kind of observing all this, uh, reaching out to more folks about getting them on board with Public Square. Again, I, I went through the process myself with my jimstoybox.com, which I do invite you to. Now, it's kind of a it's kind of a mess right now. I'll be honest with you. Initially, it was started out as a mission to learn how to blog because I had heard the term. I didn't know what it meant. I looked it up and went, oh, you're just writing. So I said, well, what do you write about? Well, I want to write about. So I took my favorite hobby, which was collecting action figure toys, mainly specifically eight inch action figures in the style of the old Mego toys of the 70s and early 80s. Uh, it's my fun little passion. And so I wrote about that because that way I had some structure, right? And it, and it did well. I'm not going to say it went super gangbusters or anything like that, but uh, it did go well. I had a great audience for a long time to the point where I even got, you know, I had... Uh, a particular vendor reached out to me for me to do professional reviews for him, and I did, and it was fun, and contests and things like that. Uh, it was really neat, but then I just kind of yeah, stepped back, didn't mess with it so much for a little while, and then I went back to it, looking for something to do, and, and I still enjoy the theme, the overall theme, because again, as it evolved, Jim's Toy Box, the Toy Box aspect is more of a metaphor, not so much just about toys and collectibles and things like that, but just the little things that I find neat or fun, and that you may not have heard of. One of those that really came on to me hard last year was uh, 3D printing. Talk about a fascinating piece of technology, man. The ability to to just hit the button and something goes from ones and zeros in the ether and turn into a physical thing on the print pad. That's just amazing to me. I just, I love it. And then as you play with modeling software to where you build those 3D objects to print, that's amazing. I had actually invented a little stand for the same set action figures I've been talking about, and that went over very well. And to that note, uh, I checked. I've, I've got it listed for sale for like 53 cents up on uh, cults.com. And the only reason I even have a price on it is just because they get a good kick of it. And it's like, I appreciate their platform, so there it is. I, I had attempted to sell them at one time, and they sold really well, so much so that Getting caught up on orders, I realized real fast, in-home manufacturing, tread lightly because things happen. Anyway, um, but it was cool. I was seeing where all they were actually selling, and, and it's not like I've sold like a million of them or anything, but there have been a few people who have bought them around the world from Argentina, Mexico, Brazil, a few places in the States, and I just find that so neat, and that's the th stuff that gives me hope when it comes to what we, as the 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 species that are humans, the most high, you know, the, the most, um, well, I forgot the term, but, but we're the most highly favored of all of his creations and what we can do and what we're able to do. And we do do until the politics get involved and the talking heads and all that nonsense that really doesn't mean anything. And it just needs to be eradicated by way of just, silencing it out and that's not in a violent way or anything like that it's just be louder than them but you'd be louder not by screaming but you'd be louder by doing and that is why i'm doing what i'm doing with this 30-day adventure into the public square so with that said i won't take up too much more of your time and i need to get back at it and continue to um Enjoy this experience and learn more every day and push myself a little bit harder to do even the most simple things like a consistent daily podcast. 
such as this one being day two of this 30-day challenge. So, I know why you're really here, though. It wasn't hearing me ramble. It was to hear this awesome closing song by a fellow by the name of Brian J. And uh, it's a great theme for exactly what we're talking about here, 50 years later. I used to be a goer, now I'm a little slower, but don't you ever think I'm gonna quit? I still make nifty moves when I get in the groove, and that is why you seldom see me sit. You might think I'm passing, but I'm not done yet. You might think I'm over the hill. You might think I'm passing, but I'm not done yet. There's lots of living left in me still. Might be a little fatter, but that doesn't really matter, for after all, most folks are just like me. I may have lost my hair, not that I really care, it's what I feel inside that's really me. You might think I'm faster, but I'm not done yet. You might think I'm over the hill. You might think I'm faster, but I'm not done yet. There's lots of living left to me still. You will never hear me sing the blues. For after all, what do I have to lose?